Welcome, students, to Ghoulish University. Class is in session! <laughs> Welcome to Ghoulish University, the podcast where we study everything that is Tales from the Crypt. I am your host, Professor of Communications, Logan, and joining me tonight is Professor Thon, our local astrologer. How are you doing tonight, Thon? Hey, what's going on? <laughs> oh, you know, just hanging out with my cat. What about you? Uh, Yeah. Same. I have a dog hanging out with my dog. I was like, where's your needy puppy? <laughs> She's staring at me over here. <laughs> She's seriously got a face that's like, what are you doing? Pay attention over here. Right? She's like, turn, you and your damn phone, turn that thing off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I just recently caught our janitor solving another complex core equation on a different chalkboard. And I brought him in this evening. What's up, Janitor Naderade? <laughs> Not a whole lot. I see we're still sticking with the, me doing mathematics. Am I supposed? Maybe I should be a math teacher from now on. Oh, maybe we'll offer you a position. We'll have to have a talk with uh, Headmaster Brandon. We'll see what he okay. said. <laughs> Professor, yeah, no, of things, math. things are things are going really good. Uh, I'm excited to talk about this episode. So. Let's get into it. Oh, yeah. Where's your sweet puppy, little Murph? She's lying on the floor right now. She's comatose. Uh, the best place to be. The best state to be in, if you will. All right. Well, this week we are discussing Tales from the Crypt Season 1, Episode 2, and all throughout the house. All right, okay, students. It's time to take your seats. I'm about to teach you a lesson. Uh, do we want to do a brief, I have, I have like a full plot typed out that we can do, but do we want to do like a brief synopsis of sure. what the episode is? All right. So. Yeah, it does um, like, you can just do like two quick lines, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ladies trying have... to cover up her murder and a psycho comes and attacks them and horror ensues. And Yeah. Yeah, it'd be pretty simple. <laughs> it's, that's really all it is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's yeah. like the like that's the that's the detailed plot almost. <laughs> yeah. So we have a murderous wife trying to use a crazy escaped mental patient dressed up as Santa Claus to cover up her murder. Is essentially what we've got. You see it um, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into it. And all throughout the house opens up with our main character, the Crypt Keeper, walking across the crypt in a Santa suit. And as expected, proceeds to drop a ton of baller puns. Let's go through some of them, shall we? So he drops um, a clause in my contract. Um, he said, um, this one's a real goose. And then he pauses and he's like, goose bumps, that is. I, that one <laughs> gave me a good little chuckle. And then... Um, 
holiday fear, I mean, cheer, of course. We love to see it. After he and he had the story, creepiest, he had the creepiest Santa skin mask on. Dude, that mask yes. is creepier than the Crypt Keeper. I'm like, <laughs> Hannibal, Le Hannibal Lecter Santa Claus. He took it <laughs> off Santa's face and put it on his. You know, isn't that the the general idea? <laughs> it looks like um, y'all know the the Santa mask that the Grinch wears in the live action Jim Carrey one. Whenever uh, he's pretending to be Santa Claus, oh, he yeah, wears this, yeah, yeah. like big old buck tooth. Um, I'll come back to that later. Um, <laughs> but but I'm yeah, that mask I saw it and I was like <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at my TV. <laughs> I want to know what the Crypt Keeper has in his Santa bag. Like, what is he carrying toys or is he carrying body parts in that bag of his? He was <laughs> carrying the book that he read the story out of. No, didn't he have multiple stuff in the bag? It's like the Mary Poppins carpet bag. Maybe, Maybe yeah. I didn't pay attention well enough. God damn. Look, yeah, it looked like when he slapped the bag down, he just opened it up and pulled out the book, oh. and that was it. Yeah. Maybe what a crappy what Santa was, having a book. <laughs> what if it was like a, a book with like a Santa, you know, wrap on it? It looks like a sack, but it's also like locked like a little girl's diary with a key and little check. <laughs> <laughs> that that's the kind of camp I'm looking for from the crypt keeper. And I'm just gonna <laughs> pretend that that's what he had. <laughs> so as the Crypt Keeper sends us into our story for the evening, we meet Mary Ellen Trainer's character, whose name is Just Wife. She grabs a poker from her fireplace, and as her husband rudely asks her to give it to him, she instead impales him in the head with it. Immediately after, her young daughter, Carrie, comes downstairs, asking Mom if Santa came, because she swears she saw him. As Wife leads Carrie back to bed, she tells her daughter, I don't even think Santa can wake up your stepfather with a sleek little grin on her face. So let's get into it. At least this first kind of opening scene. Uh, yeah. Opening I, I, first off, when we talked about the opening credits and the music last week, at least this time it matched up with the theme. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I love this opening kill. I it's practical effect. It's it's like slick camera camera work done mm -hmm. at its finest. Where the guy he bends over, he's out of frame. Then they bend back like a just a dummy for the wife to smack him in the head. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's just simple stuff right there, and it's effective. Mm -hmm. I do wish that it was a little less. Um, I guess I don't want to is the right word telegraphed that's not the right word I wish it was a little less like obvious that that's what was going to happen because as soon as she picks up the poker and they're immediately focusing in on the poker that was like a, right. a clear choice they made and then you see her kind of walking around behind him talking to him but she has like death in her eyes and, mm -hmm. and they she had a grip on that poker uh -huh. <laughs> and I, I do kind of wish that it was a little bit more of a surprise that like she was ready to kill her husband. But I also like, I don't mind it because as soon as I like realized what was about to happen, I was like, 
kill him, kill him, kill him. <laughs> and then especially because he like, you know, makes that snappy, like, are you deaf? Remark at her, which I think <laughs> might imply that he's at least like a, a verbally abusive husband. Yeah. And like, I, and so then whenever she killed him, I was like, okay, bitch, get it. Like, <laughs> but it was also like, he was, he was demanding. He was like, give it to me. And she was like, Oh, I'll give it to you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you asked for it. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. You could say Joseph's got a real poker face now. Watch out, Crypt Keeper. Naderate's coming for your job. I thought of so many puns throughout this episode. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Oh, I'm so excited to hear all of them. Uh, I thought it was really funny when she was like, I don't even think Santa can wake up your stepfather, which shows that this is a second husband. Um, yeah. You know, we... We might have ourselves a little black widow on our hands. Um, but, but yeah. I like, I like you, even when the little girl says goodnight, Joseph, it's like she doesn't like Joseph all that much either. And then she's mm. like, why didn't Joseph say goodnight to me? <laughs> <laughs> she, Carrie, I, I can't wait to talk more about Carrie because this girl. <laughs> I Carrie takes after her mom. <laughs> yeah. I, Carrie definitely takes after mom, and mom might not even realize it that much, but <laughs> um but yeah, I I really loved this this whole opening sequence too. Um wait not that I already I already skipped. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Okay. No, you're cool. good. Um but the it the thing is though like is it it didn't take me long to realize that like wife is is her name just wife or does she actually have a name yeah. no it's just wife they're credited as wife and husband mm-hmm but we know that husband's name is joseph so right um no they don't ever say hers well i guess bitches don't deserve a name or whatever <laughs> <laughs> Bitches but, who kill their husbands don't deserve a name. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so that was kind of our opening sequence where we kind of, you know, just jump right into the action, which is also something that I, I really like about, especially with a short, like you don't have time, but even with movies, I just don't like long exposition unless it really helps build up. But whenever, like, it takes 30 minutes for the actual killing and the horror mm -hmm. to start, I'm like, can we, like, I don't like when they play yeah. with my feelings like that. Yeah. Something happened. Yeah, this, this, yeah. Goes, right, this goes right into it. Just, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. yeah. And he stabs dude in the head in, like, the first 15 seconds. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, I, yeah, I, I wish I had gone back and done, like, a timer to be like, yeah, and we got our first kill clocking in at click you know like 17.5 seconds <laughs> actually yeah, both episodes have a kill like pretty quickly yeah yeah the yeah, first two episodes yeah our uh, our running theme here so far with our anthology show so moving on after he said oops sorry 
So mom is tucking Carrie into bed and Carrie asks her to open up her window so Santa doesn't have to go down the chimney. And mom opens her window just a crack as she, and as she is about to leave the room, Carrie asks her, do you think Santa will bring you what you want for Christmas? Or something along those lines. And wife just smiles and says, I already got it, sweetheart. Wife immediately goes downstairs and calls a man leaving a voicemail to him announcing that she finally did it and the money is all theirs. Why are y'all laughing at me? We're not laughing at you. I'm just remembering the scene, how it plays out. It, Yeah. So I think that was the other thing that kind of led me to the Black Widow assumption is that like she already has another man on fucking speed yeah. dial. And I actually wrote down what the guy says on his answering machine. Oh, please remind me. <laughs> Hey, it's the Nick Monster. <laughs> I'm out party- partying. Leave your name, number, and measurements. What wow. the fuck? <laughs> I lost it. Like, this guy. Oh, boy. There's no way this widow and this the Nick Monster are going to be staying together at all. <laughs> Nick oh, Monster. no. She found herself a real dumbass to kill. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's out partying. <laughs> I, yeah, I that I honestly like I kind of did just let that voicemail like slide under the radar to the point where as soon as it happened, I was like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> that was actually funny," and it, I feel campy as fuck. I I'm sorry <laughs> if I use the word campy too often, but I love embracing the camp. That's like one of my favorite parts of this show. Yeah, <laughs> but um. Whenever mom, whenever Carrie was like, is Santa going to bring you anything or whatever she says, I was like, I wish that I had tried to say it out loud. I always do this. So I was like, oh, I know what the fuck she's going to say. Like, I already did. And so (laughs) whenever she did it, I was like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's like bingo, but like not as organized. (laughs) Um, but I also, oh, so my first note after that voicemail was like, uh, leaving an incriminating voicemail after you commit a murder is like 100% the move. Because I feel like even in, you know, I'm assuming this takes place in the 80s, whenever. Yep. Yeah. 89 was the episode. Yeah. So that, um, I mean, like back in the 80s, I feel like. Oh, well, I guess maybe not. They didn't save voicemails the way that they do now, right? Like, once a voicemail is played, it's gone? No, it's still... No, it was, it was, it was on a cassette tape, though. Yeah. How young are you? How young are you? <laughs> there was <Well>. no cloud. <laughs> you can take that cassette tape and hand it to police. That's the crime is solved. Which, they're 100%... Anyway, I, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, so the bitch leaves an incriminating voicemail. You only listen to it once. (laughs) You only listen to it (laughs) once and it deletes. Oh my gosh. Well, the thing is, I was just watching uh, a murder mystery thing where like, she says like back in whenever the crime took place, like. Once you play a voicemail, it's fucking gone. So I don't know. Like, I don't know how long ago that was. 
I'm not. I, I don't. I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the point. We're getting out of. Uh, we're getting out of <laughs> All right, so um, you don't think the Nick Monster is gonna save that voicemail? <laughs> Nick Monster sounds sounds like someone that that's very uh. Nick Monster leaves that voice call right next with his crack dealer. <laughs> oh no, the woman is not very bright though. She shouldn't have called and left a like. <laughs> she she well, does a, she does a few things kind of really off. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say we'll uh we'll, we'll definitely we'll get, get to that. To that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so once wife ends her incriminating voicemail to her mister, she puts a plastic bag with a pretty red bow over her husband's head and begins to drag his body outside. Once she is out of the earshot of her radio, an emergency broadcast is made announcing that an escaped mental patient has killed four women that night and was last seen dressed as Santa. The wife attempts to drop her deceased husband down the well out front, but her husband is not as dead as we thought. He grabs her by her throat, and she struggles to reach over her husband to grab a nearby axe, and eventually manages to subdue him once more, only to almost immediately be attacked by our crazy escaped Santa. After a brief tussle, the wife cuts crazy Santa with an icicle and eventually knocks him out. She runs back inside her house and calls 911, only to immediately see her freshly murdered husband right in the front yard and just hangs up the phone. Um, so my first question that I had, like, as soon as I wrote it down, as soon as the uh, broadcast was being made, is, like, how popular is, was the escaped mental patient trope, like, back in the late 80s, early 90s? now um or like is it just popular in anthologies because i don't know i've just i've never i feel like that's not something and maybe because of how much we are like aware of mental illness and mental health these days it's not as popular of a trope but i feel like back you know back in like late 80s early 90s maybe even early 2000s the escaped mental patient was like you know, just the easiest killer to do. Oh, absolutely. And, and like, it was, it was a lot bigger back then for sure. Um, but also like even further back than that, you think of, think of all the, even like campfire tales tropes of, you know, and the killer was lurking in the, these very woods and all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, it, I mean, it goes back probably even further than that, but yeah, it is. I mean, now that I, I was trying to think about it as you were talking about it, and like I don't remember the like the last like what is the most recent thing that they've done. I don't think they've I've heard that anywhere else. Um, like probably story. in the last fifteen years or whatever. My friend yeah, used to maybe go and revisit the mortuary collection and finish that movie. Um, <laughs> because they actually used that at some point during the mortuary collection. Um, okay. So for for those of you listening, um, we we did do a practice episode where we covered a segment of the Mortuary Collection. And while Naderade, Brandon, and I all watched the whole movie, Thawne just watched the singular segment due to time constraints. I watched, I watched the first two. 
Oh, he watched the first two. Yeah, the five minute one and then the main. Oh, one. his time's so valuable. <laughs> <laughs> but, Damn right. Uh, <laughs> but the Mortuary Collection is a is a pretty fun movie. Um, and like I said, it does actually revisit that trope. So that's one reason why I asked as well, because it's it's pretty fresh in my brain of being like something that is pretty common. And I know like in, I guess, technically you could say that like in Halloween, that was kind of what happened because Michael escapes from whatever mm-hmm. the mental institution he was being held at is. And, you know, they, yeah. they bring that back in kills, unfortunately. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the that classic. was that was an unfortunate part of that movie. Um, what are you so, talking about? That was the best part of the movie. Oh my god, <laughs> y'all! Nate's a troll. <laughs> Nate this goes is on true. Posts and just says shit to piss people off. I'm the troll <laughs> janitor. <laughs> I lurk yeah, under gonna... the hallways of the school. <laughs> I'm gonna let. Headmaster Brandon know about that, mister, when we're talking about your promotion. <laughs> I'm getting demoted. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that was, you know, that was kind of it. Whenever uh, Joseph, like, reaches up and grabs, you know, wife's throat, it fucking got me. And it's so oh, yeah. funny because as she w- as he was choking her, and she was like choking him with her foot. I was choking on my own spit because I was like, <laughs> and then I, and, and so all three of us were choking as the scene is going down. And, <laughs> and, oh my God. And I, not to say that like, I don't think that this show is ever going to scare, obviously episode two already proved me wrong. Episode one, while still horror, like wasn't scary scary you know it was just Mm -hmm. funny it was good like it was highly entertaining i loved it and it was definitely horror but it didn't scare me this one scared the fucking shit out of me i was like oh my god because and like i knew that the you know escape santa was gonna make his way downtown and so like as soon as she's outside i'm like on edge but also like i kind of knew that it was gonna take a minute for him to show up i figured like as soon as she gets his body down the well you know, that's whenever Crazy Santa's going to show up. I really didn't think that she... I, I really didn't think that Joseph was going to make a comeback real quick. And it, it it got me. That shit... Like, I was petting... Milo was about to crawl up onto the couch and I was petting him, scratching his chin. And then that happened and I literally slapped him away because I was like... <laughs> 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 but... So like so she you know well what do y'all think sorry I'm I'm over here talking fix and move on <laughs> so did you guys, okay yeah during this scene when uh she was getting choked by Joseph and she was reaching for the axe did you guys notice that after she pulled away and she says now you're dead that the axe is then missing no from from where from her hands. So, so no, so the there was an axe that, that uh, thing of logs there, stack of logs. There's an yeah. axe sticking inside them, and mm-hmm. as uh, then Joseph strangling her, mm-hmm. she she's actually reaching for the axe, but then she pulls away. She crawls back to Joseph, goes over to Joseph, says, "Now you're dead." But you see 
the lo- stack of logs, but the axe is missing, meaning the Santa Claus picked it up during that time when she w- you didn't notice that, huh? Oh yeah. She had the axe though. No, she didn't. <laughs> I promise you, I watched I rewound this clip quite a bit. She carried the axe inside with her. Like that's how like one thousand percent. Cause when he like no, because then she she because then she bumps into him and then he's swinging the swinging the axe into her. I'll be honest, I wasn't paying close enough attention to notice. Does she get the axe after they push around? Yeah, yeah. she gets the axe sometime. Oh. Yeah, she, she, she does. took the axe. I thought he took she took or he took the axe from her. No, she. No, you know what? What's up? Oh, I, I do think he did have the axe whenever he came at her. I think he was holding it to his chest, and because I remember it being really close. And he wasn't. He, I think he probably did swing it at her. But then they he got swing closer. Then she where... bumped into the logs, and then he comes at her after her with the axe yeah, again. Yeah, that's right. And then they end up on the well. I just remember that part where they're on the well, and he's trying to push her in. Yeah, and then that's when she cars his face. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah. my god! No, I thought that. I, I thought that was really cool when. Uh, so you guys didn't notice that, but the, yeah, the axe was there on the logs, uh, pan out, pan back in, and then the axe is missing. I thought that was a cool little uh, thing there. So <laughs> it sucks that you guys missed it. I, I honestly, like, I was still so shook from the, as soon as I realized that this was going to be like that kind of episode, I definitely was like, I was watching, but I was avoiding eye contact. Because I just didn't, <laughs> I didn't want to get spooked again. I need to obviously like if I'm going to be reviewing this episode, I need to do a better job of not looking away. But I definitely was back in like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it went. Uh, it went uh, Christmas slasher here. Yeah, Christmas slashers. I think I don't know Christmas slashers. I haven't explored that genre enough yet. I. I have this preconceived notion in my head that I'm not going to like them, but I think I a couple people have told me that I would like them. I really enjoy Krampus, but that's not a slasher. That's a right. different kind of horror. Scary as fuck, but different. It, also hilarious. Um, doesn't matter. We're not talking about that. <laughs> but I, I don't know. So I, I think I might enjoy Christmas slashers more than I thought, because this one, I, I did enjoy it a lot, but... I really liked her using the icicle to like carve his face. It did make me go like, "Oh my god, oh god!" But yeah, you, got it, a, like, you got a good ice carving there. I I just don't understand why she didn't stab uh. him with it. Oh, oh yeah, nope. here we go. Nope. Cut it out. <laughs> We're done. I'm done with the puns now. He he snuck it in. He got it. <laughs> um, I was about to make some kind of like hockey like score, but. <laughs> I, I'm no, tripping. We're gonna do a wah 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 on every crappy uh, thing that I do. <laughs> um. So, so she here's the thing because I think she hears this is whenever we get introduced to the little bell sound, right? The jingle bells that kind yeah, of signal well, to you or to her that uh, crazy Santa is nearby. Yeah, before Santa shows up, she hears the bells jingle on her door. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's kind of because so she hears the bells and she starts walking towards her door, and then 
that's when we first see Santa. And I just my first thought because I do think I remember seeing so she she kills uh Joseph again and she hears the bells and she turns around. I see the axe still in the log, I think. And she doesn't grab it whenever she goes to investigate. Right? That was the thing that I thought was like, why didn't she grab that axe that she was just working so hard she, to get? She never she never had had the axe. The axe was still in the wood. Okay. And she didn't really kill Joseph a second time. It's like he just died. <laughs> so uh, then, yeah, she hears the sound, walks over to like the door, comes back, bumps into Santa Claus. And he has this goofy laugh. Oh, he looks and sounds like a who from Whoville. <laughs> so, like, does he not? Does his face bit. have old teeth? Do they not look like that that Grinch mask that we were talking about earlier? Okay, yeah, I could see he could, he does. Okay, he's got the Whoville look to him, and he he just sounds so goofy. And I was kind of like, like I said, like I know this was late '80s. I was kind of like, is this like their idea of like mentally ill? <laughs> like <Yes>. sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, actually, this is this is a very much product of its time there. <laughs> It, it was so like goofy. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was very comical. <laughs> yeah. Like he wasn't scary, but the bells were like really scary to me. And also just like obviously like he was scary, but you see him and it's just so goofy that you're not as scared anymore. His teeth grossed me out. <laughs> Dude, those stuck out he like was grimy. fucking thumb. He was what? He was grimy. Oh, yeah, he's gross. Well, I mean, I don't think they took care of mental patients that well back then, did they? Probably better than they did. Nothing nothing about soap soap sponges. Um, All right, so she goes inside and she calls 911 and then she sees her dead husband in the yard. And despite the fact that this crazy guy is like outside her house, she's like, oh, fuck. Like, it doesn't immediately just come to her that, like, oh, I can blame it on him. Yeah, he killed my husband. She instead is like, oh, fuck. And, like, hangs up on her saving grace. I just... Yeah. I I, I mean, I'll be... I, at the same time, though, like, I, rock on wood, haven't ever been attacked by a crazy person trying to kill me. So, I guess I can't say I would know for sure what i do in that situation, but... Like instantly, I was like, "Just blame it on the killer." <laughs> yeah, it it took her a minute. She was uh, she was getting she was there. Little, she, it, she was getting there, but then even, <laughs> but then even after, like, after she realized what she's gonna do, she didn't even like follow through with that very well. <laughs> <laughs> like, so this woman does not have very good plans. Like she, no. her her plan was, I'm gonna murder my husband in the front room. And then have to drag him outside, out the front door into my front yard. <laughs> and then and I'm going to drag him, him well. and drop, drop him, him down the well. And that'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me call and leave this voicemail, too. <laughs> and then when she has a perfect it doesn't matter, alibi. The voicemail is going to be deleted after one, once it's listened to. And then... <laughs> And then when she gets attacked and she finds out the police call her 
and tell her there's this maniac running around already killed people and he's dressed like Santa Claus. Listen, she doesn't like immediately be like, oh, great. Yeah, come by. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, can't they track her phone? She doesn't have a phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. god. I think this one's good. <laughs> GPS? Is that what you mean? <laughs> Can't they just find her on Find My Friends? <laughs> Don't they got that Facebook thing? <laughs> <laughs> she didn't mark herself safe during the, the crazy Santa accident. Why aren't they looking for her? Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> The other thing, because I in my note, I literally said, just blame it on Crazy Santa, you dumb bitch. Think about your goddamn child. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. And that's the other thing, too. Like, I guess we'll kind of get to. I think she literally just forgets that Carrie exists this whole night because she kills husband. And all of a sudden, Carrie's like, mom. And wife is like, oh, fuck, I forgot. You know, and then. <laughs> really? And then, like. She's, you know, screaming and stuff. And all she's doing is running away from this guy. And at no point does she think like, oh, my God, is my baby OK? Or like, I need to go tell my baby to hide or some shit. She's just like, my dead husband is going to be found. They're going to know. <laughs> yeah, she she was extremely worried about that. She did not care about her daughter until like, <laughs> until she had to. Yeah. And then, <laughs> uh that little girl could sleep through everything except for the door closing, apparently. Because, <laughs> like, all the screaming and, like, all of that, she was fine. The tire yeah. going through oh, the window. The tire getting yeah. getting thrown the, through the window. She sleeps all through that. But when, like, one little, like, bump, I, the door know, closes you know what? or whatever, I, and she's like, I huh? Think, I think the writers forgot about the kid, too. That's what the whole deal was. <laughs> Oh my god. And well, hang on. Well, well let's hold that thought because I do want to get to I want to get to, you know, the drop. So, as soon as our wife ends the call, she frantically thinks about what to do. She goes to check on Santa and the phone begins to ring. While she is distracted, Santa throws a tire through the window and attempts to grab her again. She manages to get him out of the house and the phone rings once again. The police are making personal calls and visits to each house in the area to do a well check. After the call, wife realizes that she can simply blame the murder of her husband on the Santa. She goes outside and <laughs> struggles to put this axe in her husband's face. She goes back inside the house and relaxes for just a moment before calling 911 and tells them that the crazy Santa is at her house and gives them her address only to realize that she once again was under attack, and the axe has now been taken out of Joseph's head. Um, sorry if this gets, like, a little not as accurate. I, I was doing the, the plot, like, from memory, and I was trying to find, like, a plot synopsis on Wikipedia or on IMDb, and it only gives, like, a back-of-the-box kind of deal. It doesn't really sure. give, like, a full plot. So it does get a little mixed up um sure. here uh does he throw the tires through the window before or after the phone rings do y'all remember uh after after like it rings once tire through the window it rings again 
Yeah, she she gets the call knowing that the police are coming by, and the tire comes by. I think okay. comes in, and then she. That's like during her second call that the police or the guy is actually there or something. I don't remember. Okay, <laughs> okay. So I just want to make sure before you know the super fans get me. Um, <laughs> so that bell sound keeps coming back whenever. You know, like he every time he moves, basically, like she hears the bells and it like I said, it honestly like it that worked. It That was really effective to me. I thought it was really good. Um, and that window scare fucking got me again. I was <laughs> they they had me. Where that was a good scare. And I really usually can tell when a jump scare is about to happen comma doesn't do anything because it still scares the fuck out of me if i know it's coming mm -hmm. and but like this one i honestly did not see coming as like maybe that's me i didn't see it coming so whenever it it, it hit i was like <gasps> again but i wasn't choking this time um <laughs> that's good so i liked the phone scene a lot because like you don't know who's calling and you know like it it's so, like Sorry. Also, I just love those little dial-up phones. It's super <laughs> cute. So I just like that it focused on... I like the setting a lot. I really... The rotary? To, to kind of pause, I really like the setting of this house. It was like, a, you know, it was cute, comfy, cozy little house and uh, the, the little dial telephone deal, her little robe. I liked her costume. Just A plus for, for the set design, costume design and stuff. It was nice. Um... So after uh, after he breaks in with the tire swing and she mm. knocks him out, I cracked up laughing when he fell into the snow and then you see the pillow sticking out from under the Santa suit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this guy not only dressed as Santa, but he took the time to stuff the pillow in his <laughs> uniform to <laughs> complete the ensemble. He played the goddamn part. <laughs> method actor <laughs> he you know he wanted to be good sanny oh my god <laughs> well i keep saying hold that thought but like i i do honestly i do have some thoughts about that um but that's gonna have to wait until like the very end um i i, I was doing my like stream of consciousness notes and i put after the uh the window scare um no, sorry. After the phone rang, she called, you know, she's talking to the police and the police chief is like, yeah, we're making courtesy well checks. And um, yeah, just be careful. And she's like, well, what do you think I should do? And he, you know, is trying to like give her advice or whatever. She's like, yeah, oh my God, so scary. <laughs> As if this guy's like not literally on the other side of her wall. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I I think the, the, the premise of this episode, though, is really good because it, it kind of does leave, like, you know, I feel like as much as I'm criticizing this woman for the choices she makes, it still is kind of like, oh, shit, like, that is, like, a dilemma of, like, how do you call the police whenever, like, you can't um, really rely on them as much as you want. Right. But she already knew there was a, a murderous killer on the rampage <laughs> that she True. had the perfect cover for. <laughs> True. 
she was playing it off like they're like she's like oh no no i haven't i haven't heard of anything like that don't send the police by yeah right <laughs> well well she didn't she didn't know she he was a lunatic uh at first because when the radio announcement was going on she was already dragging joseph outside by the body so she missed it all so but he had attacked her. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> True. <laughs> Fuck. Sorry, I'm. I'm trying to like get my screen fixed up. Is this gonna do it for me? Hell yeah! Cool. Sorry. Um. Okay. We're back in business. Sorry, guys. All right, we're ready to move on, or? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So. Okay, cool. So, (laughs) at what point does she go back outside whenever she has to get the keys from Joseph? Was that whenever she was stabbing him back in the face again? Or did she go out another time? No, that's, that's when she was stabbing him in the face. Okay, because she like grabs his keys and she's like, "That's it, Joseph." <laughs> well, that's when the, that's when she gets locked out. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. How? Yeah. What is she doing outside whenever she gets locked out? Was she just? That's when she was trying to stab him in the face. Well, yeah, she was, when okay. she was. She was. She was. Giving... She was trying to trying to yeah. stab him with or chop his chop him in the face with the axe, and she, she kept missing. Giving Joseph a splitting headache. That's all she was doing. Oh. <laughs> You said you were done. That was a good one. That was a good one. (laughs) So, wife calls the. uh, So, wife is in the middle of her police call right now. Um, She goes into the closet where her husband keeps his gun and just barely can't reach it. As she tries to get his gun, the closet door closes behind her, locking her inside. And as she tries to get out, the doorknob also breaks off the door. Bitch can't catch a break. As she tries to get out of the closet, she realizes that her daughter is still upstairs in bed. In the same instant, a ladder is placed on the side of the house, and Mom watches in horror as Crazy Santa climbs up to her daughter's window. All right. Um, yeah, I this feel like... girl has the worst luck on doors. She's been locked out of doors three times in this episode. <laughs> She's locked out. She's locked in. She's fucked. Um, the Santa had a good crazy face through the window. Yeah, that yeah. was good. That was really good. I liked that a lot. That scene scared the fuck out of me, I will be honest, because my next note just says, like, this one is actually really scary. Like, as he's climbing up the window and he, like, looks at her, he doesn't even go for her either because he knows that he can still get inside the house and he just keeps going. And you're like, fuck! Oh my god, Carrie! Fucking shit! Fuck! <laughs> this is where she remembers she has a daughter. Yes! yes. This is it really is. <laughs> you see it in her face. <laughs> you see her go, oh no! <laughs> I have a child! <laughs> You can see it click. It's crazy. That's, that's, yeah, like, I remember in that moment, I was like, you just remembered, you dumb bitch. Like, not to be offensive towards women, but like, god damn it. 
<laughs> this bitch is dumb. <laughs> I well, it, it shows. I think one thing that it does show, and I don't know if the writers were thinking this deep because they may have also just forgotten about Carrie. It really does, though, maybe show like just how narcissistic this you know wife is to the point that like she cares so little about anybody else other than herself that even you know whenever her daughter's life is in peril like she doesn't remember her until it's basically too late well when you're dating a guy named the nick monster nothing else matters <laughs> that's what i mean the the nick monster's got it going on he makes <laughs> makes her like makes her kill her husband and forget about her daughter like <laughs> nick monster what does must this have man to move. have what does the Nick Monster have that is so goddamn great? Cocaine. <laughs> when did they when did they make it illegal? Did they make cocaine illegal? Yeah. They used to put that shit in coke, like the soda. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and what's funny, as I'm as we're speaking about this, I have um I have Bailey Sarian playing on my background in the YouTubes, um, just to have something on my screen. And it's literally the episode about the difference between crack and cocaine and like historically. So like, I should also, I should know, I've seen this episode. I should know when they made it illegal. <laughs> I, I didn't. Did you know that, um, sidetrack, um, Dan Aykroyd said that in the movie, the, the blues brothers, um, they like had cocaine in the budget. Like they oh, set aside really? money. I think I've heard about that, but yeah. They they set sweet. aside they set aside money to um it was in the prop budget. So like, <laughs> you know, you buy you buy your props, you buy your sets, and you buy your cocaine. Yeah. Um and Makes they would sense. use it as a reward during filming. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like, let's get this taken, y'all can get another bump. <laughs> 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 so all right. So Let's move on as we have already gone down a rabbit hole. Oh, yeah, we lost Thon for a second. <laughs> I think he was, I was he was finding out. <laughs> Were you finding out the cocaine? Yeah. <laughs> Asking your dealer. That's <laughs> what every dealer knows. Every dealer has, before they become a dealer, you have to take a test and find out, like, answer when, uh, yeah, when was cocaine made. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, you have to know your product. Any good cocaine dealer knows their product like Makes that. Makes sense. I feel like only the best ones do. Um, the, do you have an answer though? When was it illegalized? <laughs> so I'm getting I'm getting various dates. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The earliest of which is 1914. Oh wow. Um, but basically all of it before the 1950s. Okay. Hmm. You only get it if you're rich and famous. Mm -hmm. <laughs> all right so um meanwhile with carrie she opens her window and calls down to santa saying i knew you would come she reaches out her window and just barely can't reach santa's hand as wife finally breaks out of the closet and runs upstairs she finds her daughter's bed empty in terror she runs downstairs to see carrie alive and well and in steps in crazy santa holding carrie's hand Santa proceeds to let go of Carrie's hand and walks toward a screaming wife, axe in hand, asking, 
naughty or nice. Woo! The, the Crypt Keeper sends us out with his final string of puns, including, how was that for a scream, boys and ghouls? I don't know if that's much of a pun. I just, you know, he's really calling out to us here at Ghoulish University. That's um, right. <laughs> and he said, as for Carrie, don't worry. This Santa prefers older women in pieces. And he said, be very <laughs> careful what you acts for this christmas you just might get it or catch it or something like that get it yeah um so um god damn it carrie <laughs> god damn it carrie <laughs> she said he didn't even have to come down the chimney oh my god and i <laughs> I, at first, I was like, "Oh my God, please don't tell me they kill little Carrie!" Like, yeah, I'm, I was actually happy that the crypt keeper uh, said, "Like the little girl is fine." Yeah, <laughs> that was no, a nice I did too. Touch. <laughs> I mean, she, she watched her mom get axe murdered in front of her, so she's not fine. But it's gonna be the next. <laughs> this is just like uh, this is like Silent Night, Deadly Night sort of deal, where she sees it get killed and. Yeah. And then becomes a serial killer later. Oh yeah, on. by Santa too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Your mom got, mommy got axe murdered by Santa. This is the female version of Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah. I saw mommy get axe murdered. <laughs> exactly. She um, was on pieces all over the floor. <laughs> um. I, I was kind of like, you know, like, obviously, I think even, like, the Crypt Keeper does kind of, um, kind of, like, confirm for us that Mama didn't make it, um, and that, I guess, I guess we can imply that Santa, like, deuced out, and then the police found Carrie, and, uh, old mom, what yeah, remains it is, it, old mom. It is kind of left up, because you don't even really know, like if he does kill her or if the police show up before and take him down, sure, like you don't yeah. have like it there. Or if he does kill both of them, like who knows? Daddy Crypt Keeper wouldn't lie to me, would he? <laughs> Daddy Crypt Keeper. <laughs> how, how big was that mom's mouth at the end when she was yelling out? No, no. she like unhinged her jaw. It was like, ah, she looked like a scorpion. <laughs> She had a good, she had a good scream. She did. You know, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, scream queen. Um, she, you know, there are some people who like, I think that is like a, a talent of theirs where they can like, you know, just unhook the jaw. I know that like, like <laughs> I, at some, point, <laughs> at some point, at some point, at some point in, in childhood, like both my shoulders, I think, got dislocated. And like I can't dislocate them again, but sometimes I kind of feel them like move in and out oh, of sure, socket. Yeah. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> but uh, maybe she has a double jointed jaw or some shit. I don't know. Maybe or just she. A big and, mouth. Maybe, maybe that's why the Nick Monster likes her. <laughs> um, but yeah, at the end, I literally was like, wait. Wait, that was it? Like, wait, give me more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they could have made like a good whole movie out of this little. What premise. was 
I don't know about that. You don't think what, so? What? Fine, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Be what careful was, what you ask for. That was good. What was what exactly was Carrie's plan? Because that dude was like <laughs> that dude was like eight feet away from her window and she's hanging out the window, reaching a hand out like she's gonna like cliffhanger and she's gonna pull him up and save Santa and drag her. Like what? What is her she, plan? She is, she is her mother's daughter. What, what was <laughs> What was Santa's plan though? Because he looks up, he looks up and was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go get that window." There was no way he was gonna make that. <laughs> there was no, no way he was climbing up there. There was a split second where, here's the thing, and I even had this as a note, but I guess I got rid of it at some point during the episode. I think it was before the tire came through the window. I thought about it. I was like, you know what? I, I was like, isn't this entire show really just about? like shitty people getting their just desserts or whatever mm -hmm. like isn't mm -hmm. that kind of just like i feel like that's a, a a common theme at least amongst these first two episodes and i mm -hmm. think that's what we experience you know moving forward i don't know i haven't seen the whole thing yet but i i remembered i was like oh yeah like that's what the show is about it's about shitty people getting their comeuppance even though I was over here kind of rooting for wife until I was like, wait, she's kind of fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Not that the I like police, support... The police are coming here? <laughs> what? <laughs> My house? <laughs> I, you I, know, I, I, we know you were rooting for her as soon as she stabbed her, <laughs> stabbed I, her husband in the face with the poker. You were like, yes, husband. get it. <laughs> you were like, if yeah, my, get it. If my lovely boyfriend is listening to this understand i have no plans i don't root for husband killers i root for shitty husband killers there you go vigilante wives vigilante wives Band name. <laughs> sorry my cat's like staring at me and he hasn't like moved so I'm kind of like, bro, you good? Um, okay. <laughs> so, um, but <laughs> back to Carrie being just like her mom. <laughs> I, I don't know if I were Carrie and I saw Santa climbing up the ladder as opposed to on my roof shimmying down the chimney, I might not invite him in. I just, granted. I mean, um, spoiler alert for anyone listening, Santa is not actually real as far as I'm concerned. Um, I feel like, <laughs> sorry to any of those uh, who are surprised by this news. I, I really hate to be the bearer of bad news. Um, I always, I think, I don't know about you guys or how much y'all's parents really played into it. As a kid, I always knew that Santa was bullshit. I don't know about y'all, but like, my parents and my sister all have this like Mandela effect story in their head that they sat us down and told us that Santa wasn't real one day. And then I like fucking lost my mind and cried and cried and cried because <laughs> Santa wasn't real. But like, I always knew it was bullshit. Like I would get a pair of old Navy mittens, you know, from Santa. Be like, yeah. no, like he doesn't shop at old Navy. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Like Miss Claus didn't knit these herself. <laughs> I, 
Are you just telling yourself that? It sounds like you're just telling yourself that that's what happened, and you really balled your eyes out and I, had I this really, big old fit that you're mentally blocking out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that I really just pretended that it didn't happen to make myself feel better. No, like I, <laughs> it's so so yeah. Like I don't know, Carrie. Um, I don't know. Like what's well, what's gonna happen to poor little Carrie? Is she gonna be a child of the system now? Or is she gonna? She's going to the insane asylum after that night. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the police are gonna be like taking notes, and they'll be like, "And then you invited him into your home." She'd be like, "Yeah," and then he started hitting mommy. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Monster gets custody. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know if I would want little Carrie going to the Nick Monster. Well, it's that or the mental hospital. <laughs> You're not wrong oh. about that one. Um, or both. Well, I don't know. gentlemen, are you ready to rate this thing? Or, to, excuse me, are we ready to grade this thing? Grade it out. Yeah. All right. Sir Natorade, what will you be giving this episode? This episode's a lot of fun. It opens up on a great kill. The puns by the Crypt Keeper are great, obviously. I love the puns. Um, it's simple. It's a simple story. It's done really well. I mean, you can't go wrong with it. It's got some good uh, jump scares in, in it, too, that I like. Uh, this, As far as the episodes that I've seen, this is still like one of the top ones I really like. I don't know if that's just being biased or what, but... Uh, I'm going to give it an A. I will give this one an A. I love Ooh, this one. The shiny A. <laughs> the janitor's giving this show an A. <laughs> hey, man, you don't need the credentials to grade a good episode of Tales from the Crypt now, do you? C's Not get degree, sir. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. That didn't really pertain to... <laughs> that's just what they tell us when we're in college and we're not having a good time they'll be like hey man please get degrees please <laughs> get degrees not on my watch <clears throat> all right fun uh how are we feeling about all through the house i'm uh i'm not as i'm not as big of a fan as as naderade there um i'm gonna probably come in with a c on this i thought it was uh, you know it's a it's a it's a fun episode um it's a pretty simple story um there's not a lot to it um you know i I liked last week's uh much better um i just thought it was a just a standard kind of c gets degree at it uh episode Uh, they kind of just (laughs) you know, put this one out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's an average episode. Like I said, it's a simple story. I think it's, um, uh, you know, s- some of the, just, I don't know how dumb they made the wife, uh, you know, kind of dips it for me a bit, but it's a, it's an average episode. It's a good solid C. All right. what do you think of it? Oh, all right. Thank you so much for asking. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I think that I'm actually going to come right in on the middle. I'm not too hot, not too cold. I'm just right, Goldilocks. 
So um, I'm going to give this one a B. Um, I really did enjoy it. Uh, I'm trying not to hand out the A's too much. I really want to save those for the ones that get me going. Um, this one did scare the fuck out of me, which I, I'm starting to learn to, like, really appreciate that more. I think that um, as I get more into the horror genre, um, I, I really am starting to... The, the first few times I watched horror movies back in... Uh, I'm a horror fan since 2019. Um, I used to finish a horror movie and I'd be like, that was so much fun. Let's do it again. Um, but then, like, as I started watching more and more and more, like, a lot of it started to kind of be like, okay, this is scaring me so much that, like, it stays with me after the movie kind of deal. And so I was like, I need to find, like, a happy medium. And I'm finally getting back to the point where, like, it's fun again to be scared. So, like, even though I was kind of like, oh, my God, I can't watch, I was still having such a fun time. Um, and that being said, I will agree with Fawn on the fact that, like, Stupid stupid Wife was kind of like, it was a little frustrating. Um, and I I think that, I, I that being said, I really like the premise. I really like the setting, the costumes. Um, I guess... The acting was, I think, what it, you know, what it was, you know, I think it was good for its time, which I'll agree on that. Yeah. I feel like we didn't talk about the acting too much. I think Wife was a good actress. Um, I thought Carrie was mm -hmm. good for how minimally she was in. Mm -hmm. um, like Crazy Santa, I, I think that his acting was as good as, as what he was given. <laughs> um <laughs> I don't know if I like the direction they took with him, but we also kind of already discussed that that's mainly a product of its time. So um, while that won't make a positive impact on the grade, I'll let it slide. So B for me. And so I think that given that we don't have any pluses this week, that'll put our average at about a B, about an 80, if you will. So it was, it was a positive mainly for us, but not, you know, not the best. Um, that being said, whenever I was looking up, you know, things for this episode, I did see one guy say that it's like the episode he goes back to the most. Uh, maybe I just found Naderade's review on online somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that was mine. It, was like, <laughs> it said it was like I come back and revisit this every year because it's that good. I was like, God damn! Like I, I hope we're not, you know, putting all our cards on the table first you know, first few episodes because we're in for the long haul here. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it, it is a good little, uh, like, it, it's a very Christmassy, so I could see mm -hmm. that. Yeah. I mean, we're at, we're at about half Christmas now, so, you know, it's kind of oh right God. for the time. Mm-hmm. That's right, Christmas in July is next month, but that's over halfway towards Christmas, you know, like, the 25th is next Saturday because the 26th is my mom's birthday, mm -hmm. so, whoop, whoop. <laughs> um so but yeah um that is our grade for the episode now we're going to move on where are they now starlight starlight the first stars in tonight with our new and improved professor of astrology thon woohoo everyone give him Hi. a hand I graduated. I got a he, new job. He was promoted. Did you get promoted while I'm getting demoted? 
You gotta that balance seems, it out. That, that seems fair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All yeah. is fair in the world here. <laughs> uh yeah. So you know, there's not a whole lot of people here. Um, we'll start with the the wife, Mary Ellen Trainer. Um, I think two of the four people, because if you count the daughter, um, but the daughter was literally in this and has two other acting credits. Um, she, so she, she was like, yeah, she she was not in much. Me, mom. <laughs> yeah, she was not in much. Um, She's lucky then if she didn't like it, and mom was like, okay. Yeah. 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 Um. <laughs> The other two, Mary uh, Ellen Trainer, the wife and the husband, both are like recognizable faces for mm -hmm. for a lot of people. They've been in a lot of stuff, um, but nothing like major. They're those they're those type of actors that are like you when you see them, you know, I know them from somewhere, but I don't know their name. Yep, mm -hmm. that's that's like these two for sure. Um, but Mary Ellen Trainer, um, she was in uh, quite a bit. Um, some of the stuff that she was in the most, she was in the series Roswell. Um, that was mm -hmm. one of her most recent um, kind of known roles. Uh, she was Diane that. Evans in that. Um, she was in the Lethal Weapon series as Stephanie Woods. She was in all four of those movies. Um, but people might recognize her uh, from <laughs> these classics like Little Giants, where she was uh, Karen O'Shea. She was, okay. Uh, she was like <laughs> She was a lot of classic like mom wife roles, like yeah. uh, the mom in the Goonies, and she was oh, the mom in Monster no. Squad. Oh shit! <laughs> uh, <laughs> she was the mom in Ghostbusters Two at the birthday party. Oh, all right. Yeah, um, she, she's definitely one of those <laughs> you recognize her. You just yeah, she was the the babysitter in Forrest Gump when she drops off Little Forest. <gasps> Oh. Okay. <laughs> so you're way better um, at this than me. Yeah, she's getting she's been in a ton of roles. She was like she had a little bit part in Scrooge, Congo. Um, yeah, she was in she was in quite a bit. Uh, she's in good god. Yeah, the the Lethal Weapon series. She was uh, Gale and Die Hard. Yeah, she was. Oh in... shit! <laughs> oh, you know now. <laughs> well, uh, no, I. <laughs> Uh, well, so here's the thing. I, I just grabbed my, my field notes because um, I'm, I'm starting our watch list. Uh, I must admit I've never seen Monster Squad or The Goonies. I know. So, Ooh, you're uh, blowing up my spot here, though, because speaking of Monster Squad, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump over to the, to the writer of this movie. Or uh, this oh, uh, episode. Yeah! yeah! Fred, Fred Decker, who also wrote and directed Monster Squad. <laughs> <laughs> ah. uh, he was also the writer of House 2 he was the writer and director of Night of the Creeps uh, and he was the writer of Predator The Predator in 2018 with the uh, the big super oh, predator yeah, yeah, the one with uh, the one that Shane Black directed right yeah, yeah he was the writer of that one as well yep wait did you say uh, he wrote uh you wrote House 2? Was it House 2 or House? Yes, House 2. The second story. Oh, okay. Very <laughs> shitty one. I thought he did the first one. <laughs> All right. Um, the, uh, sorry, go, going back to the actor, the husband is another actor that people will probably recognize quite a bit. He's got a ton of acting roles um, over the years, even even uh, as, as recently as 
uh, Reservation Dogs and Outer Banks, which both came out just last year oh, on uh, Netflix, okay. I believe. Cool. Netflix or Hulu, some one of those. Um, but he's got a ton of ton of episode or a ton of um, roles, but it's always like one episode of like every show. Like mm-hmm. he was in an episode of CSI, and he was an episode of a um, mm-hmm. lot of lot of other things, just like that, where where they have those roles. Um, but he was uh, General Morgan in Puppet Masters. Um, he was in Total Recall as George, who yep. had the alien Quatu attached to yeah, him. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I remember that. That's the that's the second guy who was in. Uh, so the bartender from last week's episode, he was the one in Total Recall as well, right? The doctor, yeah. Yeah, so it's two yep. guys in total from Total Recall. Correct. That's- uh, he was uh, the the bad guy in Twins, another Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, those are probably the most recognizable things. But he's he's a guy who's been in a ton of stuff. Um, Santa was played by Larry Drake, who also has a ton of acting credits. But uh, again, a lot of things that not re- very recognizable, or just like he was credited as like guy number two or whatever mm-hmm. so a lot of small roles like that but what he was in um that people may know him from is la law as uh benny stoolwitz um he was in the movie la law he was in like 190 episodes holy uh, shit never heard of it yeah la law it was big big in the uh, late 80s and 90s huh yeah it was yeah. a big show um he was also robert durant in dark man and Darkman yeah, too. Yeah. Everything with Darkman. Yep. And he was uh the doctor in Dr. Giggles. The, <laughs> the dentist, the sadistic dentist movie, horror movie. Ooh, that makes sense. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was Larry Drake. But the probably the most famous, most recognizable name is the director of this episode, Robert Zemeckis. He was actually mm-hmm. directed quite a bit. Um quite a bit of episodes for um tales from the crypt and he was also a producer on like every episode of tales mm-hmm. from the crypt. and the movies and um uh, he was a writer for one of the movies bordello blood i believe okay <gasps> but he was also the writer and director of uh flight with denzel washington he was uh did polar express he wrote the screenplay and did the directing for polar express yeah. Uh, the Beowulf CGI movie, um, Forrest Gump, uh, directing Forrest Gump. Obviously, that's a big one. Holy yes. shit. He directed he wrote... Forrest Gump? Yeah. Yep. And uh, <laughs> he also pretty much wrote everything for Back to the Future. Like, So he's basically did that, like help create Back to the Future and do all that kind of stuff. And also Who Framed Roger Rabbit, most importantly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm going to add that to her watch party list. I loved that movie as a kid, and I still have yet to revisit it, and I have to. Don, what are, what are your thoughts on Robert Zemeckis? Uh, I don't know why. What you, like, I'm, I'm just curious. Well, like, I mean, I enjoy like all of these movies I listed out. Yeah, um, yeah. No, I, I, I do too. Uh, I just seems like now he's not as good as what he used to be because like he did witches recently yeah that's really bad <laughs> and and some other... 
Yeah. He wrote and directed that. But I wanted to. I always thought for like a long time, I always thought of him as like a the poor man's Sp- Steven Spielberg. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I mean, I mean, he has some. I mean, <laughs> Back to the Future. Yeah, you know, pretty big uh, series like that. Um, Forrest Gump's got the you know huge mm-hmm. blockbuster movie. Um, yeah, I could I could kind of see that. He definitely has tailed off uh, yeah. since the. 90s basically but he had i mean he's got some hitters in there yeah uh, a yeah, little bit does. later flight was a big was a big deal yeah i never Ooh. watched that one yeah it was it was pretty good first gump is enough to fucking like pay his bills for the rest of his life so i'm sure that like he does not give a fuck <laughs> well yeah and the back to the, and the back to the future series uh, yeah because yeah. he did that so, he did the stuff for like the ride for disney like he wrote the little storyline for the ride that they had at disney oh, really did, like uh, oh yeah, yeah. like he, everything for back to the future anything that's Holy back shit. to the future so <laughs> not to like shit in anyone's cheerios or whatever the saying is but like i'm one of those i didn't people, know that was a saying or i think it, i think it's pissed in someone like it is. Your <laughs> yeah. um, that, is a, that is a saying um but I don't know. Whenever it comes to Back to the Future, everyone just like jizzes all over that movie so much that I kind of just don't ever want to watch it. <laughs> oh. I mean, it, it's a ever, have, movie. Oh my have you god! Ever, <laughs> have you ever seen it, Logan? Have you ever seen it? No. Okay. No, it's I, good. I, it's fun. I think you should watch. I think you should watch them. Yeah. I'll put it on the list. <laughs> I think um, watch. Now there are definitely some problems that you kind of have to overlook. Oh yes, but uh, you'll be asking yourself: Is is he trying to bang his mom? Yeah, and like <laughs> that's the thing too. Is like I think whenever it comes to like Back to the Future, since I didn't watch it as a kid, like everything was kind of spoiled for me. As far as like the whole like he goes back, back into the past um, in time. tries to bang his mom and yeah you gotta get so some like, huey lewis in there <laughs> you like huey lewis in the news <laughs> now there's a movie i love he does the music for back to the future personally think though oh my god i need to memorize that that monologue that patrick bateman does before he uh you know while he's hanging Axis out with Jared Leto. i i didn't want to spoil <laughs> um you know but it's the same thing with like the sixth sense you know like everybody knows the, the plot twist at the sixth sense mm-hmm. like so if, if you didn't watch it before you started watching YouTube, you were fucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, Back to the Future's on the list. Don't you worry. Um, but if if Robert Zemeckis, is that his name? Yep. If he had anything to do with it, I liked this, so we'll see. Forrest Gump is a sad movie, though. Like, I can't watch that movie it's a, it's a really much movie. at all because it's, huh? It's a great movie. But it's so fucking sad. Like, god yeah. damn it's sad. Um, yeah. But Diego um, 
as like a little pet name. He'll call me Bubba Gump. Um, <laughs> so, uh, just because <laughs> he just, you know, he just says things and it sticks. Um, so like one of the things he'll call me is Bubba Gump. So I always just kind of think about that movie. Um, you talk about shrimping a lot. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess uh, any more Sir Thon though? Uh, no, that's, that's, uh, that's my notes. It's where they've oh. been. All right. Well, pretty stacked cast and crew this week, if I do say so myself. Um, now we're going to move on to Would You Rather. So, Sir Janitor Naderade pulled me aside and has prepared a little something-something for me here. So, let's see what the surprise is. Naderade, all, all you. Well, class... Which would you rather do? <laughs> ba ba da ba ba. Would you rather? <laughs> All right, this is a game. This is my little segment. Would you rather? Where I give these fine folks a couple different scenarios or topics or whatever, and they have to choose which one they would rather do. Pretty easy. You can play at home. And call us in with your answers. Anyways, let's get to it. Da, 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 da. <laughs> would you rather take on? Would you rather take an axe to the hand or a fire poker to the hand? <gasps> I'll go ahead and go first. Uh, you guys can ponder on it. Me personally, I'll take the fire poker to the hand. <laughs> Because, no, nah, I don't know if the axe is going to chop off any fingers or anything like that. So I'll just take the fire poker. Don! Yeah, the, it's got to be the fire poker. <laughs> sure. The axe, the axe is definitely taking a finger. like Or more. <laughs> Un unless, unless it hits right between the hands, like there, and just splits your hands in half. That's all it does. That's worse. <laughs> that's all it does. That's That's terrible to have like a... Have you ever got a paper cut there? Yes. Now imagine it all the way down to your wrist. <laughs> Sounds like a good time to me. Jeez. <laughs> Y'all, this, this segment makes me so sick. Who's like here with this? <laughs> so yeah, no, give me the give me the poker. Just boom, <laughs> done. Poker. Yeah, Logan? I think I think I'm gonna go with the poker too because I feel like you know, despite the fact that like that would definitely, I think fuck up your hand forever it's it's not gonna cut it in half i uh i just oh god i can't stop thinking about how fucking painful that would be like all the little you know bones and tendons and shit that are in here yeah. oh my god yeah I, I give me the fire poker because it's less damage i can't wait for the medical experts to come in and be like actually <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, give me the fire poker. Alrighty. The next one is would you rather do a snow angel butt naked face down <laughs> or party it up all night long with the Nick Monster? <laughs> <laughs> 
got news for you. I got news for you. If you party with the Nick Monster, you're going to end up face down in the snow doing an angel. <laughs> I'm picking the snow angel in the because I feel like Nick Monster and I would not get along that after question. hearing that voicemail. Are you? Are, are, is it just you know party too, or is it like party with with everybody? It's party with everybody. Mostly the Nick Monster. You're, we're with the Nick Monster all night. <laughs> so, so you're saying you just want to do the butt naked snow angel? You just want to skip straight to the butt naked snow angel? I'm going right to the butt naked snow angel. My dick and balls are gonna be imprinted into that snow. <laughs> uh, not not the frozen yabos. I can't with the frozen yabos. Um. <laughs> Well, I mean, so here's the thing. I feel like the Nick Monster would throw a pretty cool party. And like, you know, if it's just me and the Nick Monster, I'm going to assume the Nick Monster has some expectations that I'm not willing to fulfill. But if it's, you know, a whole party, then like, sure, I'll get fucking drunk as hell and then eventually do butt naked snow angels or whatever. But like, at least I'll be so drunk I won't remember it, you know? So I'll, I'll take party with the Nick Monster as long as it's a party of not just us two. <laughs> as long as my boyfriend can come with. <laughs> there you go. I'm 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 taking party with the Nick Monster. <laughs> like, what would you and the Nick Monster do with Don? I don't know. It's only one night though. He's throwing a party. I'm gonna be over there. Yeah, sure. What the hell? <laughs> Fine. Fuck you guys. <laughs> one night. I don't care if he's an asshole. Fine, fuck it. I'll party up with the Nick Monster too. Let's all party with the Nick Monster. I was gonna say we're all at the party now. And that's our segment, folks. <laughs> all right, gentle Mangs. Uh, hopefully, Mang is not copyrighted by Godfather Podcast Straight Chilling Crew. Uh, it's just part of my language these days. So. Now comes the time where we all show in hell something that we treated ourselves to this week. That's right, it is Creep Yourself. What did you do this week, class, to creep yourself? <laughs> Woo! So, Thon, what did you creep yourself to this week? Oh man, not, not much at all. But I am going uh, this weekend to Spooky Empire in Woo-hoo! Orlando. Mm. Um, oh, where you're going to meet, what is it, founder, creep master himself? Creep. 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 Keeper? Creep. creep master. Are, you, are, you trying to, are you trying to call him Daddy Crypt Keeper again? You know, maybe. What, what if we like moved away from Daddy Crypt Keeper and now he's Crypt Master? I don't know. No, you know, I like no. Daddy Crypt. It's, it's, we're sticking with Daddy Crypt Keeper. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, he'll be there. I'll be, uh, I'll get to meet him. Um, so I'll hopefully chat him up about the uh, Tales from the Crypt series and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, see if he's got any fun stories. Oh, um, but there'll yes. be a lot of, there'll be a lot of other, uh, ton of other people there. Um, Kane Hodder's going to be there. Um, play Jason, a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, there's going to be a lot, ton, ton of people there. Tattoo Festival and a big kind of horror convention. So, you know. Good stuff. I hear Kane Hodder's just a total like sweetheart in real life. Uh huh. I've only heard that. 
I thought you were going to say, I hear Kane Otter's a total asshole. <laughs> People no. going to be like, I guess I'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, dude, dude, I would like to hear him actually be an asshole to you. Like that one time when you said uh, that the one uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre guy oh, yeah. uh, made an asshole remark to you before. Leatherface was an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I think I pissed him off. We're not even talking OG, right? We're talking the newest one. No, no, no. This was the this actually I, I'm, the newest. The newest Texas, the newest Leatherface was there also, and he was great. He was he was nice as hell. Um, no, the one from the 2003 remake though. He was. Uh, oh yeah, a little too he was hot a bit of an ass. <laughs> well, whatever you do, do not tell our founder Crypt Keeper that we're doing a podcast about his show. <laughs> Why not? That's my end. That's what I'm talking to him about. <laughs> That's how you get big <laughs> Because they're going to hear us calling him Daddy Crypt Keeper, and I am not prepared. <laughs> He's gonna hear you call him Daddy Crypt Keeper. He's not He's gonna, gonna hear me call, Nate him. call him Daddy Crypt Keepers. He's gonna hear. <laughs> Although I do think I accidentally coined the term. <laughs> yeah. Daddy Crypt Keeper. Yeah. See, but Nate has just really hung on to that. <laughs> you can have him. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, if be like, hey man, we're doing a podcast, and he'll be like, oh shit. And then you can, I don't know. Send I'd be out. like, you can find it. <laughs> you can uh, find it nowhere right now. <laughs> <laughs> but it will be out there. <laughs> I don't know. Just look uh, around. <laughs> no, that, that's that's awesome, though. That'll be so cool. You'll have to tell the whole class about it. Are you, are you taking stuff to get signed? <gasps> I, <laughs> I have a uh, Jason mask. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. So I have um, I have three uh, actors that play Jason signed it right now, and there'll be another three at Spooky Empire. Very nice. Very cool. Cool. That's right, looking forward to hearing about that. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And I'm honestly like, I'm excited. I'll be like, can't wait to ask. Oh, <laughs> Have fun. All right. Well, Naderade, what did you creep yourself to this week? Uh, a little bit. Like, I watched a few movies this week. One oh. of which was Possum, Logan. <gasps> yeah. The other was Swallow. And yes. I like that one. The other one was Till Death. Also very good. You know what? The thing I liked about these, these movies uh, is that they were original properties. They weren't like a franchise or anything. They're mm-hmm. well made and they were like 90 minutes long. So, mm-hmm. so after after like hearing after hearing Bob's rant on the new Jurassic Park movie, <laughs> I couldn't help but like appreciate these three movies that I watched that are good quality uh-huh. sh- shorter 90 minute movies. So <laughs> that's kind of that was my little creep myself to myself, anyways was these movies <laughs> what was the third one uh till death it's got megan fox in it not that right. it's 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 got its flaws but it's a pretty solid thriller movie i liked it a lot it's on my it's been on my watch list i haven't got around to it yet well well the only reason i watched it last night was uh time constraint and like i said 90 minutes fuck it throw it on it was a good time 
I and I know that you asked kind of just generally like how people felt about Megan Fox as an actress, right? Mm-hmm. Or something like that. I, yeah. I I think that the general consensus, at least from what I've seen, is that like she she doesn't deserve like all the shit that she's gotten, you know, like from from like the roles that she's played because she always played like the sexy girl she did in jennifer's right. body she did yep. in transformers and i don't fucking know what she did i didn't watch that abomination ninja turtles michael bay movie she's april o'neill man i how fucking <laughs> dare he do that like i'm nothing against megan fox i'm sure she was great but how dare he touch the ninja turtles mm. <laughs> mm. i yeah. just all right that's when it, that was like the first time i felt truly like a grandma was whenever I was like, no, <laughs> not the Ninja Turtles. I I yeah. love that I'm finding out. Hey, hey, sorry, my cat. I love that I'm finding out <laughs> how much like a lot of, you know, my friends from the Straight Chill and Slack, like loved and adored the Ninja Turtles because that was my shit as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. That and Ghostbusters uh, for me. Was the, those were the two biggest, I think. I watched, Se- I watched The Secret of the Ooze like nonstop when I was a kid. Ninja, ninja, rat, ninja, ninja. Go, ninja, go, go, go ninja, go, 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 go ninja. Yes! Go, yes! Oh I can that do the dance. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? So I can do the dance. Yeah! <laughs> oh my god. One of these nights we have to get fun, like absolutely wasted, and we'll be like, do the ninja rap dance! <laughs> <laughs> I. God, I. Man, I need to. Oh my god. I need to watch The Secret of the Ooze again. I revisited the first movie, um, like last year for the first time, and I was cracking up. That movie's like, it's a. It, it, it's a good movie. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. That movie's so good. Anyway. I've actually never seen the first one. I've always only watched the second one. What? Oh I know. God. You're not trolling us now, are you? No, this is true. I'm putting down... I think it's from wow. 1990. Wow. That's on our <laughs> watch list. No, bro. No. We gotta... This is... I'm blown know. away. This is happening. This is so happening. Okay. Um, sorry, how did we get to... Oh, yeah, we were talking about Megan Fox. I don't think Megan Fox really deserves the hate that she gets. That being said, like, I don't know. All these things I'm seeing about her and Machine Gun Kelly these days, I'm just... I don't want to see it. I'm like, I'm tired of hearing about them. <laughs> but that's yeah, just... Yeah, no, I, I, agree. I agree with you. Anyways, Logan... Oh, yes. Did you, creep your, did you creep yourself this week? Oh, let me see. Well, I I creeped myself this week to um, leaving the house because, uh, as I think I've mentioned, my, my beloved is out of town and I can't sleep in the house by myself. I can't any really... Creepers, any creepers that are listening, you can <laughs> barge into Logan's house. You can find <laughs> me at... <laughs> um... I'm actually a bridge troll. I live under the Austin 360 bridge. <laughs> you a bat? Are you one of those bats? <laughs> yeah, I sleep upside down. <laughs> um, no, but I 
I actually, I feel like I, I creeped myself to, I stayed at, um, I've stayed with, uh, uh, some people this week. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> sorry, my cat just meowed. And so it's been really nice to kind of, um, you know, just like catch up with, with some, you know, good company and, uh, feel really cared for too. Like at one point, uh, someone like texted me and they were like, Hey, I, you know, I know that you're, you're not staying at your apartment this week. So if you want to come stay with me on Wednesday, you know, we can hang out and I'll make dinner and stuff. And I was like, Oh my gosh. So it's been really nice. I, so I feel like I really creeped myself to some good quality time with people this week, which is really nice. Um, you know, like, and that's not to say like the absence of, of my, my boyfriend is, you know, a good thing. It's, it's honestly been awful, but <laughs> In you know, in these trying times, people really did come to my aid. So it's been really nice. Lovely. And of course, I creeped myself to a milkshake, as always. We love chocolate milkshake. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm, I've been craving ice cream so hard lately. I, I, I got to creep myself to that this weekend. Oh, yeah. I, I bought that. I think I've already mentioned this. My favorite are the little bluebell cups of, like, a scoop. Those are, like, the perfect portion from you know at least for me because if i have a half gallon i'll eat the whole damn thing <laughs> the, the little ones with the wooden spoon um i think they used to i don't get the ones with the wooden spoon um mainly just because i you know i have spoons but i know what you're talking about um those are great for parties <laughs> i know because i host a, a whole ton of parties never always <laughs> parties they're so wild <laughs> they come for the ice cream <laughs> oh yeah. yeah just for well you can't deny bluebell um so y'all get bluebell right i don't bluebell, know bluebell cherry vanilla is my jam yeah you don't know naderade i'm not sure what's your ice cream brand of choice? what's up what's your ice cream brand of choice I don't have a brand. I just go for whatever flavor looks good. <laughs> My brand. <laughs> I'm not brand loyal either. Oh no! It's 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 the Bluebell homemade vanilla or nothing. I'll eat other ice cream, but I won't buy other ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> You'll eat other ice cream, but you won't buy other ice cream. <laughs> well, if someone offers, they're like, "Hey, girl, I got ice cream. You know, it's vanilla," and I'm like, "Oh hell yeah!" <laughs> all right so that brings us to our weekly seance do you hear the spirits calling so class the time has come for us to join hands and see if we can reach anyone on the other side oh yes son squeeze my hand tighter <laughs> the look that the, oh wait sorry we're in the sound we're in the sound <laughs> oh wise spirits on the other side if you are with us please send us a, a call no no one <laughs> alright well if you would like to contact us you can drop an email or, oh, sorry, skr, 
You can send us an email at ghoulishuniversity at gmail.com. We are also on Twitter at ghoulishuni, and we are on Instagram at ghoulishuniversity. No underscores or punctuations or numbers or anything like that. We got that shit on brand. So, with that being said, gentlemen, anything else before we sign off? Dismiss the class? Uh, what is next week's episode uh, titled? Oh, you you caught me there, sir. Let me... Uh... I gotcha. I gotcha. Give me a second. So study up on this next episode. <laughs> yeah. Um... Put your <laughs> porn away, Thon. What's it's uh, Tales from the Crypt Season 1, Episode 3, Dig That Cat, He's Real Gone. That's its title, Dig That Cat, He's Real Gone? That's, yep. that's okay. what it says. <laughs> a bun, given nine lives by a mad scientist, grows fearful as he approaches his final one. Ooh. Okay. That, uh... That right. is going to be, that's an interesting premise. I, I I really like that. So we shall see if you truly appreciate the lives that you get. Ooh. All right. This is Ghoulish University signing off. <laughs>